Ah, thanks for joining us for another edition of Chronic Conversations. Did you hear me get through all that one? Are you not so proud of me? It's kind of a thing where I fuck up my own intro almost every time. It becomes kind of like sort of a gimmick, but uh, that one, I, I did it right. So anyway, here's our guest. He is a tattoo artist, and uh, I'm very proud to have him. I, I actually found him on Facebook. His name is Devin Jenkins. Thanks for being with us. And, and like I was telling you a little bit in our conversation before, um, I didn't know you were local. I, I just... I really love tattoo work and I noticed your work and I was like, this guy's got, so I, I followed you and I thought, well, after a while I was like, he, like he does really good work. Like I, I need to talk to him. I have some questions start, you know, popping in the head automatically. And I'm like, uh, I need to talk to this dude. So I reached out. I think I might've seen on a thing, like he's talking about, you were based in Dalton at one time, but not anymore. Yeah. I was originally, I started at uh, Appalachian beard and tattoo and then uh, a couple of guys, bought out Appalachian from the original owner and now it's um I can't really I can't even remember the name of it. They'll probably get mad at me if they say that. <laughs> yeah, right. It happens when I go to uh but they just changed their name. Out, right? I, can't, I can't remember it, but they know who they are. Yeah. They, um, Demazio and Rafa. The uh shit. I can't remember <laughs> the name. <laughs> No worries. It always happens on the show anyway. At some point in time, I'm definitely losing my train of thought. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely okay if you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really can't remember the name. Then I just talked to Rafa earlier. Right. It's probably because you're kind of on the spot. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to kind of ignore the camera. And just yeah. Talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, it's looking right at you and you can mm -hmm. see yourself. It's like being at Walmart. <laughs> I'll watch the security camera. Making faces. <laughs> It's like, damn, it does add 10 pounds. Look, yeah. <laughs> look, look, feel free to uh, uh, make faces or whatever, just like you're a Walmart right. stuff. <laughs> so she was, she was, a lot of artists won't do hand, or we've wanted some hand and finger tattoos for a long uh, time, but it's been hard. I don't do fingers. I'll okay. do your hand. And even then, at the same time, the, the, the hand is, the way it heals, because you use your hands so much. Right. Uh, your fingers, especially. I've got some right here. These have only been going over once, mm -hmm. but these have been gone over twice and it needs, yeah, two times, but it still needs another pass to kind of fill it in. So the using them just kind of made it, make them fade quicker and not, not well, and Plus me being an good. artist too, I have to love or on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Gotcha. All down. So it, it has a lot to play into it, but. So you do not do finger tattoos? No, I don't. And me personally. <laughs> Now I got I've done now there's I got a guy that does finger tattoos but he mm -hmm. he he has a certain way of doing it and and right he doesn't like to deviate because he you know it sticks the way he does it so. right I get that yeah oh. I mean if it, it, he wants to do it a way that he knows it's going to work because you know you, you guys care about the quality of your work right. and our name is, <laughs> and see typically if if somebody sees you out and you know they're like oh who done that you know oh so and so done this and then. If it looks like shit, then right. uh, don't go to that motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you know, don't don't get tattooed from him. Look at that shit. But uh, the guy that done my fingers, he's awesome. He works in East Ridge, but mm -hmm. he is he is really really good. He just uh, it's fingers. It's, it has nothing to do with him. It's it's okay. just the way they heal. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I always wondered. It, it was mm -hmm. never really explained. Really, probably to, to my brain's understanding. But but that makes a lot more right. sense. And, and the, the way the fingers and stuff heal because you do use them so much, they just they're like and mm -hmm. they just, they kick everything. Out. I imagine it have a higher risk of infection too because not, of your hands. And your, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it, well, probably just because of how much you t use them to touch things and doors. And, Don't realize yeah, it. Yeah, and touching your face and all that shit. But right. Uh, I like finger tattoos, the way they look, I think they're badass. Yeah. Uh, especially if it means like mine means something to me. Right. Yeah. You know, cause it's a self-made Yeah. and it obviously means something to me, but yeah, you were telling me about, you know, working up from the beginning and stuff. Um, how far along were you when you saw your first person pass out? Cause I've, I've, <laughs> I've only, I've not been to a lot of tattoo shops and you're there all the time. So I figured you'd seen more than me and, and I've seen at least one. So uh, I've seen, I've seen a few. Um, is it fear, pain, too many drugs? It's, What's... it's what it is, is where they don't eat, uh, your sugar will drop on you. Okay. And like, so the like pain, a yeah, it, it's like, the ex I don't know if it's necessarily the excitement or what, but your sugar will drop on you if and fighting the pain, pain just off. right. Yeah, 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 you know, you're kind of trying to relax and so much at one time, and you can literally see it happening before uh, it happens. 
Like, right. they're, they're, they'll be talking to you and then they'll get real quiet and then their oh, color wow. will change. <laughs> That's what I seen. He turns, it, it was, well, it wasn't really white. It was almost a, a super Yellow. light green. Mm-hmm. It's a, like an olive and color. I saw, yeah, yeah, it's an olive color. And uh, they sweat. He, kept, yeah, he, was, really... he had already started to be pale and sweating. And the guy kept asking me, okay, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And then they'll, it, that would be a complete denial the entire time. I, they're like, no, I'm good. Keep going. And yeah. They'll be like, I got to go to the bathroom. And that's when it always happens is whenever they're, as soon as they stand up, they're like, uh, I feel like I'm going to get a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've seen it a few times. It's crazy saying that though, too, because mm. I was like, I'm sure one of the most annoying questions ever, you know, for a comic is, is usually, you know, tell me a joke. For mm. a tattoo artist, it's got to be, does it hurt, right? Do you, a, do you still? I mean, people can Google always. now. They you can watch it on TV. I mean, even even uh, people that get like that are covered a lot. They're like, does it? You think his spots gonna fucking hurt? And I'm like, right. It's I'm sticking every to every understand. fucking one of them hurt. Are the nerve endings there? <laughs> yeah, like every one of them hurt. Yeah. It just different areas hurt more than others. Your 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 sternum is very sensitive. Right. Uh, your neck. Like the places you think is going to hurt the most, usually fucking it's hurt going to do. You're asking, <laughs> yeah, follow your instincts, yeah. and, and it's going to hurt. Like even the least that you know don't hurt that much, it still hurts. You still still mm-hmm. the sting. Um, but but for me personally, once I get once the li- the lining's mostly done and they're really starting to get in the shade, and at that point I've kind of I kind of go numb. Yeah, and then it becomes like this relaxing thing. Yeah, it's a different kind of pain. It's a different kind <laughs> of pain. It's it's. it's I, I was only gonna get one tattoo. I got thirteen. No, I don't know. The, There's addictions. Yeah, that, I don't know how many I got. Like it yeah. kind of just runs together after a certain one. Uh, um, the top. I do a lot of larger pieces now. Like whenever I first started, like every artist that starts we'll start off small and mm-hmm. then you get a little bigger after a while and a little bigger and a little bigger hearts with mom through it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but you'd be surprised how many i have it done i've only done just a few with uh mom on I, right. I don't even think i've done a few i think i've done like one or two people getting better at making them unique you think? yeah well more creative themselves yeah actually it's getting a little it's harder to be more creative because the tattoo industry is getting saturated. Mm. It's saturated. It's so many artists now. Gotcha. So it's hard to come up with something that nobody else has done. Yeah. Even mixing styles. Like sometimes I'll try to mix a neo-traditional and realism style mm-hmm. and that's even done or traditional with realism. That's been done. You know, it's hard to be unique now. It's hard to be know. on the forefront of something that mm-hmm. everybody's kind of jumped out mm-hmm. and, and been the forefront of. Yeah, especially whenever you get into like um, like veteran artists that's been doing it for 15, 20 years, you know, they've done, yeah. they've done and seen everything. Right, right. So it's kind of hard to, to be original sometimes. Um, but, you know, now... you think there's going to be any, like, maybe if if not the work itself, then then maybe a styles, maybe they're going to maybe evolve or, or they'll start coming up with different styles instead of the artwork a lot itself, of, possibly um, to try to... Overseas artists, have, they're ridiculous uh, how good they are if you like mm-hmm. google a couple of overseas conventions or something like that you see it it's oh, just definitely. it's really ridiculous I, and and i've watched um a lot of videos of artists overseas do tattoos and and whenever i watch them they do it like in a like a painterly style Oh, where like they'll that. well not so much their motions and stuff but oh. how they do it the technique that they're doing okay. it with they'll put like base colors down and it just looks blobby as shit and right. you're like what is this and then when it's done you're like what the fuck what just happened yeah, yeah. Like, like how did you even do that with that but it uh, it's just originality is is becoming more and more difficult with you know as time passes uh, sort of like with moves and pro wrestling it, it feels like that that's kind of why what's old becomes new again because mm-hmm. You know the '60s and '70s t- style tattoos and stuff. People just like retro stuff. Yeah, retro yeah. stuff is probably going to come back because just people haven't seen that. Yeah. So to them, it's new and it's a cool nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are into. They, you see more and more of the nostalgia stuff, like trad- American traditional style stuff. Is uh, I've seen a lot of it coming up where people are coming. Oh, I just want real thick 
solid lines with basic yeah. colors and just you know i've seen that too like three lines it's like is that for d's it's mm -hmm. like no i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> like three strap love yeah okay, <laughs> yeah and it, it's just i don't know it, everybody's got their own individual style of stuff mm -hmm. and so you like like we were saying earlier a lot of times you know i can look at somebody's stuff and know who did it yeah you know just because that's their style that's of stuff, their style of stuff. Yeah. So do you do that through throughout whatever technique, like whether you're doing like Japanese or watercolors, or is it still like you, you still know, right? Like there's there's some sort of of like um, a way of doing it. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, like yeah. when you do it, so you you have a certain. Pre I mean, you no. know, the presentation is going to look the same. A watercolor is right. going to look like a watercolor, but do you you know you have any special way that or or any of those that you prefer doing like, or enjoy doing the most? Even typically, I love doing me personally. Love doing horror style tattoos with realism, and oh, she'll definitely <laughs> probably have. She wants to get Michael Myers on her head. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, I, I would piece. love. I would love to do that. I don't know if you noticed that we might be a fan or not pulling up. Mm -hmm. nah, I'm a Michael Myers fan. Michael Myers. Fan. That's good. See, you're the first person I actually told before you got here about the Michael Myers. Yeah. I'm always afraid if I'm like, hey, if you right see spot. Michael Myers, a big knife, and some blood on the window, you're in the right place. Yeah, so like, Stay there. I pulled in. I was, it's like, I just felt like I can tell him he's done exorcist stuff. And yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, the, I love all the old Halloween movies, Yes. but, um, <laughs> when, um, Rob Zombie redid the first one, mm -hmm. I fucking love that. Yes. Movie. I went, I went to the theater Such the movies. when it, when it first time I went to the movies and when it first debuted, it was so packed in there. And yeah, when it was over, everybody stood up, started clapping. It was awesome. I that love curb it. Stomp. After what, yeah. yeah, that curb stomp. Just uh, the it, second one, I wasn't a big fan of because uh, I felt like I, he was veering off a little bit. He went off track. Yeah, I was like, "What are you doing here?" He's trying to be a little too <laughs> yeah, yeah. original with yeah. it. Yeah, but and that's that's that fine line between remakes too, right? Yeah. Is the, what do you think about the newest way they did it? Like uh, the the newest Halloween's, like starting like okay, this one isn't part fifteen. Yeah. This is part <laughs> this two. Is, yeah. we're yeah. starting back at part we're two. At this is one. Now. Yeah, we're at the beginning. What do you think about them doing that and some of the nods they throw and little well, things they put in the past? I just I like um, I like the originals. And yeah. So whenever they were trying to in the first one when they were telling the story of why he was the way he was. Yeah. That was always. A big question in the originals is why he, did he turn out the way he did? Right, and then that that I think that's really what made me like it so much. Yeah, I don't like in the new one how he's not the brother. In oh, the newest, uh, newest one, I got you. Yeah, yeah. How that was just a story. And maybe and, I haven't, you know, I haven't heard anything about the later ones. Maybe they that's something they find out. The new one I'll out tell you what I one. did like. They got another one. It's coming out what in October? Yeah, it's yeah. there's going to be a. This is going to be a a, a, a trio of films. Yep. Is Rob Zombie doing this one too? No, this one is done by uh, uh, Blumhouse. Is the producing team mm. behind it? I believe. Uh, uh, so it probably have a whole different look to it. Yeah, it 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 does. It's but it's more like the original. Yeah, it's a little darker, a little more suspenseful. Um, but then as they go on, they've talked about like the the next one. I think is called Halloween Kills. Yeah, and then something like Halloween Ends, maybe. But in Halloween Kills, it goes it, again. It's going to be like more like part two, where it got more violent and more sort of the Rob Zombie uh, uh, style and technique. I think okay. the last one, I don't, I don't know what it holds, but I'm interested to see just, how they wrap it up or if they try to keep going like they did originally. The one that I'm talking, if I remember, right, where his mother, he said his mother a lot in the movie. Isn't that the last one that Rob Zombie did? The second one. Yeah, Gosh. the newest. It's probably been the most time since we've seen that one. He kept seeing his mother. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, they so don't the show those. I watched the first one yeah, like a hundred times. Yeah, one and two, I've yeah, seen that's a billion it. times. Yeah, with the white horse. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, he, just, he saw her all the time. And it, yeah. I guess it was just throwing me off. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because they, it doesn't really. <laughs> yeah, when they weave were in the together, barn, yeah. how she couldn't get up, but nobody was holding her down. She <laughs> was there. Yeah, the little boy was there, and the mother was there, and yeah, they didn't weave that one together really good. Still Michael Myers, though. Yeah, still Michael Myers, and that and that's the point. I don't. The reason I liked it so much was it's more feasible to me. Like it, it could. It well, was more like Friday Thirteenth. The original was the best written, the scariest, and and. and because it was more likely to happen. It was more likely to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I'm also fascinated, speaking of Friday the 13th, I just noticed, was it part three we saw where the mom comes in the... 
out and of the, the water. You know how in like part one, the girl sitting in the boat and then Jason comes up and grabs her. Part two, she has the head on the table. Part two, so she, she has a head on the table. That's right. And then part three, the girl's in the canoe again. But it's, this time, it's his mom that actually comes out, mm. the zombie version, and grabs it. But that's nothing else is done with it. And there's so many drop stories from both Halloween and Friday the 13th that kill me because I'm like, you should have ran with that. Yeah. Like, there's such. Yeah, I, there's been actually several horror movies that I think the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck? You should have kept going with this because then kind of the next movie kind of sucked. Right. Yeah, you get so excited of, for it because the first you, one. Yeah, you're like you're excited as shit because you know you think this is going. The next one's going to follow what you know the last one did. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It doesn't, or it drops a storyline, or and I get what they were doing. A lot of people don't realize that it that the original Halloween series was supposed to be more like Creep Show or American Horror Story. It's supposed, supposed to be an, supposed to be an anthology. Three didn't even have him in it. Well, one one was supposed to be the only one that had him in it, and he wasn't even called Michael Myers, and he was called The Shape. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was it, it was so popular. The, in the original writings, didn't they just call him The Shape? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then come along, you know, and got so popular, that character that... They had to go along with the two. Well, after that, I think John felt like he'd wrapped up the story in part two. So now it's time to do that anthology thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll do this thing, which first time I saw it, it was, uh, I, I nearly committed suicide afterwards. It was like that. It was, it was that horrible. I thought. But after watching it a lot, it's sort of like whiskey, you get an acquired taste yeah. for it. And now it, it's, it's kind of funny. It's just fun to smoke one, have a couple of drinks and watch that. Yeah. Um, what do you think might've happened if they would have, went straight to a three instead of doing that. You think it'd uh, help the series out or maybe a little more continuity or well, you got such a big gap because yeah, had, like where'd Jamie come from? Right. Like, we didn't even know Lori Strode had a daughter that had a daughter. That had a daughter right? And every, every new remake or, or envisioning of it seems like son in this one, two like daughters reaching a little bit because they're yeah. running out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can only stabs at people so many fucking right. times before it gets boring. Right. Yeah. Well, well it, that's, they start to lean too much on the, the kills and not enough on the story. And, mm. and they think core fans are dumb. They don't understand that we like a good storyline, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm the same way, whether it's music, I like good lyrics. I like a good story, a uh, pro wrestling match. I like a good story being told a comic. I like a good story, uh, tattoos, mine tell a story. Yeah. So I, I, people like stories. stories. Stories is what, people, you know, people what sells it. Yeah. I love yeah. the kills. Yeah, of course. The the gorier, the cooler, the more unique, the, the better that's for me. That's the the all, shock and awe thing. You know? I want the blood and the boobs. I want those, but <laughs> I need some storyline too. You can't right. just give me those things, you know. And I'm okay yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It's, it's just 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 not going to do it. What is is Halloween your favorite horror movie of all time? I just say? I like you horror. just like all of them. You like like Exorcist and the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, and you like Scary Freddy or sarcastic ass Freddy? Better? Sarcastic. Yeah, I do too. But that's what I, th- I don't. I don't know if that's because the one I grew up with, or I, I think it's. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I like I like sarcasm. Yes, I do I, too. I, I always have. Even in in comedy, Sar- yeah. sarcasm is the best comedy to me. Yeah, uh, especially when people are not sure if you're being sarcastic yeah. <laughs> or if you're serious. Right. Yeah, but and, and I almost also I think that you have to be smart enough to pick up sarcasm. Right. You know what I mean? That's true too. Yeah, so so like at the end of the day. You, I don't know. I, I think sarcasm because I, I am sarcastic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very sarcastic. I think my wife would tell you I'm an asshole. Yeah. I like being sarcastic. Well, there's a fine line. You know, yeah. As long as you don't abuse the asshole. Yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. We're all human. You're allowed to be it. Yeah, it. But I love sarcasm. My mom was that way. Some things were kind of cutting, you know, <laughs> when they say it. So, like, if it depended on the type of person you were, is how you gonna take it? Like, I knew how to take it, but yeah, somebody that didn't know that, kind, yeah, now, that she, type she of humor, knows, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll just look at me. She she has this look that she does, and I know she gives me a look, or she says, "Stop." <laughs> Sarcasm and dad jokes. I've always loved puns. Uh, <laughs> I got accused of only reaching for lower hanging fruit when it came to college. It's like, I like highbrow comedy. I like intelligent comedy, but I like some real stupid shit too. Yeah. You know, like, why can't I just like everything? Why do I have to be? It's sort of like, I like a nice steak too, but I also like fucking hot dog and I like being a sausage. So it's not, yeah. you know, I don't want to give up one for the other. I like right. both. A little variety is good. A little yeah. variety in your life. Yeah. Is there any artwork that you've ever wanted to do or anything you've ever wanted to put on somebody who's never had the opportunity to? Yeah. Um, 
for some reason, no, typically I'm a black and gray artist. People mm -hmm. come. I noticed you're talking about that watercolor. You did yeah. really good for not doing that much. Color. Thank you. I do. I, I think I do, but at the same time, I'm kind of paranoid when I do it because I don't do it it's enough. Not so I'm worried about how it's going to heal. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell my, my clients typically, you know, really, really just watch it and make sure, you know, you take care of it like it's supposed to. Cause I've had clients like I'll do a, a big color piece on them mm -hmm. and then they'll send me a picture and they're like, Hey man, da, 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 and it, it looks terrible. I'm like, Oh my God, what is going on? And, and I think it's me, yeah. but then come to find out. Th yeah. They don't ever put anything on it or oh, don't no. wash it. Don't take it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, the scabs and stuff, uh, only, kind of they only come up if you're not taking care of it. right like, like it's healing yeah, skin yeah, you're, you're that wash, the washing it three times a day yeah you're washing all that dead skin off yeah and all the uh, the the extra crap because even that guy told me i'd have some scabbing and i never did and i was like you know because I, I did bleed mm -hmm. I, you know i'm a little bit of a bleeder so i assumed i would but i i didn't it, the scabs it, are actually what pulls the ink out okay. so like whenever you take care of it like you're supposed to but we'll tell you Wash it three times a day. Mm -hmm. Put uh, we sell this stuff is called Crave, mm -hmm. and yeah. like the it's the I'm and I'm not I'm not I'm trying to sell it. I'm right. just telling you it is like literally the best stuff that I've ever used. Uh, my daughter has eczema breaks out breakouts. We'll, we put that stuff on her. Uh -huh. Like she used to wake up in the middle of the night because she would have an eczema breakout because yeah. she had an allergy to red, mm -hmm. and um, we put that stuff on her. And it would take the burn and sting out of it. Oh, oh wow. And then by in the morning, it was almost gone. Is it the yeah. same kind that y'all give out for the piercings? Mm -hmm. Well, no. The piercings green? is like a oil. Yeah. And it, it kind of penetrates a little more. Right. The, 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 the crave that we use for tattoos is like a salve. And okay. you just kind of put it on your fingers and rub it in. Mm -hmm. And it is awesome. Yeah. That stuff is awesome. It is... Um, it's the best stuff I've ever used for a tattoo as far as working with it and healing it. But, um, well, that's a, that's a good piece of, that's a really good piece of advice for people watching because a lot of people are going to be getting their tattoos for the first time. And, um, not only do you want to find somebody you trust that believes in their work, that cares about their work, but is going to guide them the right way as far as how to take care of it. Right. Things. Like that's, that's just like you're that's saying, a that's, big just, thing. that's a big like thing. Once, bigger once than you people walk get out, credit for, like obviously. our, our whole area is sanitized and cleaned every day. After every tattoo, we do it every time. Way before COVID. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way before that shit. But um, so once you leave our kind of sanctum, our sanctuary, mm -hmm. we have no control. It's right, all yeah. on you. And some people, you'll get these people that'll be like, oh, it's because you did this or did that, but it's not, you know, we uh, can always. I'm sure when you're beginning tattoos too, that's a big fear because you don't know yeah. if it was you or not, like yeah. you were saying. and. You have to, that's where the experience comes in is mm -hmm. you know what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And I can always tell when somebody doesn't take care of it. Yeah. And most of the time they'll come in without anything on already. Like you can tell when there's like a little shine to it, uh -huh. they've got something on it uh -huh. or like when they say that, you, like people say, oh, he overworked this. But whenever you, whenever tattoo is overworked, mm -hmm. it's small little pieces. It's like little here, a little there, a little there. Mm -hmm that's you can say uh, uh, like i did yeah like when it's the whole fucking tattoo yeah yeah you're, that, not. you're not taking care of your shit right. yeah so that's you we can we always can tell when you and a lot of times we'll just be like we'll just let people run their fucking mouth and then yeah well i mean you got people that'll drive and get their their a new set of tires and drive out and you know uh uh drive straight through nails and then get a nail on a tire and be mad because yeah. of nail tires. Like, you drove over the fucking nail, bro. your parking lot. This is your yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you drove it. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Play front of line. It's guaranteed till you get in the car and start driving. Mm -hmm. yeah, once it. you leave here. Yeah. Things these, happen. These are you yours now. Yeah. You get 50. It's just, uh, we work in the restaurant business and, and a lot will get, you know, uh, I got, I got home in the, Potato so cold it wouldn't even melt my butter. It's like, where, do you, live, where right? do you live at? I live 45 minutes away. It's like, yeah. when we gave it to you, I guarantee you it was melting out like your butter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's the same. Mm -hmm. Like like I was saying, you know, if you don't if you don't take care of it, after you leave, how it's going to look 
in the end is all up to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do mo- – touch-ups are free, but I heard from an uh, artist a long time ago, he was mm-hmm. like, if you're a good tattoo artist, you won't need to do touch-ups. Right. Yeah, you won't. If you do, it's very few and far between. Nothing else. It's nice for marketing because it's nice to hear because it's a little reassurance, right? right? So it's a, it's a good. good yeah, way don't to go get about me wrong. It. I do do touch ups. And, right. and, and what about other artists' work? Some people won't touch up other people's stuff. Would you like for pay do other people's stuff to maybe? It depends. It like, depends. can you take a something like this and and make it better? Yes. So does yeah, like, but it, just out of curiosity, out of because like, a lot of people get starter tattoos, and I don't necessarily want to cover up because I enjoy the tattoos and stuff, but they could use a little. Yeah, you know, you know how I was saying earlier, you know, uh, shops become like families. Mm -hmm. Um, Typically, if you, if say, hypothetically, if you come to me Mm -hmm. with a tattoo that one of my my buddies did that I work with, Mm -hmm. like, hey, can you do this? I was like, "Mm, right now you're stepping on his toes. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, ah, you better talk to him about that. Now, if you, if they go to them, it's like, hey, I was wondering if, you know, so and so could touch this up. Uh, How are you okay with that? Now, if they're like, yeah, man, that's fine. You know, right, right. okay. But if they come to me and be like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, I can't do it. Like, yeah, of yeah, course. Not, yeah, I, no. I, there's no. It's they, family. Yeah, I'm, I'm with this person. Yeah, yeah this, I'm not. Yeah, it's I'm, not a, I work beside this dude every day. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. We don't that. need that kind yeah, of drama or, or, or. But, and, and, you know, I guess. The newer guys, whenever you get like an apprentice or something like that, mm-hmm. that's it's kind of common. Like, uh, but also the apprentice, they know that they're an apprentice. When right. They, you right. know, they, they don't just. Oh, they realize something. Yeah. yeah they, they're told before they get it. Like, yeah. you, this guy. If I was an apprentice, learning. I would be happy. Like, if I was like, this, look what I did. Could you fix this up? And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you fix that up. Like, oh, man, thank you so much. Like, I'd be, feel like I'm indebted to you because. Mm-hmm. I would be happier knowing this person got something they were happier with that, that I couldn't provide. And we do that at shop. If, if one of us doesn't feel comfortable doing something, mm-hmm. we'll pass it to somebody that we know we can that knows that they would just knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, after being around the guys and stuff like that, there's really not a whole lot that I can't do. Yeah. And so pretty much you, I mean, you, you, at least comfortable trying most anything. Right? I have done most of anything, like Polynesian style stuff, um, American traditional stuff, Japanese traditional stuff, uh, realism. I, I do just about all of it. Color. Yeah, it seems like more artists are, are getting more um, diversity mm. uh, like that now, uh, I guess, because, you know, you, the have you have to, because back when I started getting tattoos and stuff, you know, if you wanted a a picture done, you'd go to this dude. Mm-hmm. If you wanted black and gray, you'd go to that guy. If you wanted something with color, you'd go to that guy. If you wanted Japanese style, you'd go to that guy. Yeah, and then and you kind of nowadays because, like I said, the tattoo industry is becoming so saturated with mm-hmm. with artists. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't become well versed in everything, mm-hmm. you kind of get left behind. What are, I know you have a great shop, and I know you've seen some not-so-great shops. So what are people who have never been in a shop for? What are some red flags to look for that maybe this is not going to be the shop for them? Um, well, first off, uh, I actually work for Eric, so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. it's not really mine. Right. But Sorry about that. No, no, no. That's, but as far as red flags, we always tell people, research your artist. Mm-hmm. Don't just shop for cheap prices right a good tattoo uh a cheap tattoo isn't good and a good tattoo ain't cheap right you know Uh, that's true you know and we always we always try to tell people you know research your artists or come in and say hey can i see this person's work this person's work don't just go into a shop and be like how much will you do this for you know and go and be like well i'm just price shopping like don't do that no tattoo shop Right. You know, go look for figure out what you want, something that's gonna be, you know, foreseeably and yeah, it, not just ever. <laughs> yeah, just this is permanent, you yeah. know. Well, semi permanent. Now right. they, they do the, the laser and bullshit, stuff. you know. But I've heard that hurts twice as bad as tattoo, and so you, that's yeah, that's yeah. another thing you need to consider. You you can get it changed, but it's gonna hurt yeah, it's gonna oh, it off. Yeah. Burn. They burn it off. Mm-hmm. They, well, it's <clears throat> the laser kind of destroys the pigment. So it kind of like they say that the black and gray is the easiest to get rid of, mm-hmm. but which is odd. I don't understand yeah. that, but you know, it just destroys the pigment and it still leaves like a 
I don't know if you've ever seen how like a trace. Yeah, like you a, can still. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's weird. Yeah, but um, a lot of times if somebody comes to me, which I do a lot of cover ups. I don't mm -hmm. like a, a lot of times I'll post stuff that's cover up and, and won't even say it's cover up. But uh, sometimes we'll say, well, you might want to get some light if it's so dark that yeah. you can't do something with, with it. The, uh, we'll tell somebody, you know, get a, what about uh, something like. This would that be? Yeah, I could cover that. Man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I broke tattoo rule one hundred and one. Uh, yeah, she did too. Uh, in my defense, I was already with her fourteen years before I did it. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe that's what in it still didn't. Oh, the, like the six name years. or yeah. yeah, the name. Uh, I'm not a um, superstition. No, nah, as far as that goes, because there's a lot of <clears throat> people that are like, oh, "Don't get your name. You gotta don't get your yeah. other name or whatever." You know, I, the, I've. I've had my wife's name on me for ever. Yeah. Exactly. And we're we're good. Yeah. yeah. We're not going nowhere. That's yeah, that's the way we are. It's it Yeah, and yeah. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I I don't try to talk people out of it. You know, if you want. Is there anything like do you do try to talk people out of it? They come in there with some ideas maybe that are so ridiculous. Well, typically when somebody walks through the door, I kind of you kind of read them mm -hmm. as they come in mm -hmm. and because you know this is what i do a lot of times i'm already looking you up and down for you can walk in the door right and if you come in and you're wanting a badass hand tattoo you mm -hmm. know okay but if you don't have you know some type of coverage you're, you're or neck tattoos if you don't they have to start with yeah that, typically i'd be like well you, or even like young people mm -hmm. 18, 19 year old will come in, want their neck done or their hand done or right. something like that. I'm like, can you do my eyelid? I'm like, do you own your own, do you own your own business? Can you, do you have a can we do this right here? Yeah, I want to do my eyeballs. Yeah, yeah my eyeballs and stuff. The, the eyeball thing is different. I don't do that shit. That, yeah, that's it's a uh, it's actually a syringe. Oh. They take and put the ink in. They just and barely just put it inside it. and yeah, and kind of put it in. It's weird. I've watched it on nope. YouTube and stuff like that. I've never seen it in person, but I've watched it done. I'm like, no. Like if it's like, good. you're up for this movie and we're going to pay you a half a billion dollars to do this movie, but we got to inject this shit in your eyes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but just so I look cool out at the club, no. no. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. What are the um, age restrictions for your to look or the shops well tennessee versus georgia no it's 18 both of them 18. yeah used to you could sign i thought i don't remember how many ago years ago it was. i remember that yeah. yeah used to at 17 you could sign but now it's you have, have to be 18. 18. yeah it's not uh, and we get so many people calling them and asking and there are a couple of states that do that shit, but research artists yeah, because <laughs> yeah, no, there, like in any industry, mechanics, whatever else, there's going to be some shadiness out there. That's why we we're talking about red flags earlier. On the opposite end, um, if somebody goes into a shop, what are some green flags? Like, what are some things that if they see, or maybe they go to talk to somebody like you or or somebody else, uh, what kind of questions should they ask, and and, and what kind of <coughs> answer should they be hearing versus um, somebody's trying to work them versus somebody trying me, to actually help them? Me personally, I don't. Um, when somebody comes in, mm -hmm. I try to be as nice as possible to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in the day, tattoo artists had this thing. Yeah, this fucking thing where they were like dicks for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Uh, but the more professional and nice to you, somebody you are, the more likely they are to come to you. Customer service. Yeah. You, good, yeah. And that's just the way it is. And, and the industry's changed so much that that shit's it has gone. just in 10 yeah, years yeah that, that's the whole uh badass tattoo artist thing is kind of out the window yeah. now you know it, but me, you know i'm gonna be honest though it, like i kind of got it like uh, maybe because i didn't feel like i was good at anything in the age and i felt like if i was good at anything i'd probably have a bit of an ego too mm. you know because i felt like some of those guys were we so good that, stars, yeah yeah that I guess I overlooked it or maybe it was my mom's sarcasm and I'm just used to that kind of thing anyway with my guy friends and you know some of the dickiest ones or mm -hmm. some of your some closest of ones, ones some yeah. of the best ones so so I have a little bit different perspective but definitely from a general audience perspective nowadays you kind of got to be 
not some no, customers. You don't know what they're yeah. going through. Rock, we we have rock star artists that come and go as they please, and you know, you know, you can't you hardly talk to them. And yeah, they yeah. just brush by you when they walk by. You're like, hey, and then they just keep going. I don't. Is I it ever know. weird that you're like? Do you ever think like one of the things I used to think backstage when somebody would kind of diva me is we're in the same backstage yeah, dressing room working the same show yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do the same shit we do the same thing yeah and and there is some not so great tattoo artists that do that and you're like that's not surprising yeah either. yeah and you're like dude i would tattoo circles around here but you know it is what it is have you ever thought about doing any of the competitions like the like conventions? the conventions or the uh um even the uh, tv shows or or um or branching out into other types of things with Believe your tattoo or not, I do not. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the um, what's it called? The you show know, uh, Ink Master. Ink Master. Yes. I'm not a big fan of it because you think it kind of exploits the business, maybe. Well, I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Kind of. I, there's too much drama mm. for one. Right, it's not really like that in a, in your work environment. Right, I wish they didn't add that. I get why they do, but and then they and to then me, I just want to see. I want to. Almost like uh, Miami Ink. I don't need. I just want to hear the story behind the tattoo. I want to watch you do it, and I want to see some of y'all's interaction, what you do, and how you hang out and stuff. But I don't. But in the, and because I am, the, this is what I do. Whenever mm-hmm. I watch, they sometimes they'll ask really uh, uh, just unrealistic stuff like getting this huge humongous tattoo done in four hours yeah or you have this amount of time to get this done right i'm like man that's just not the way it works you can't right it's like it's a more do the best you can with the things we give you than actually trying to see what your skills are which is the kind of show i would more like to see is is where it's actually a display of skills Mm -hmm. and i don't mind the challenges i like skills challenges i like to see them branch out i like to see what would you do in this artistic medium versus this one? So that's pretty entertaining to me. But yeah, the drama and the if whole... I remember right, my my boss, uh, Eric Pete, he was going to do it once, but he just mm-hmm. the drama shit. He didn't. He, didn't, he just yeah. did what no. A little too Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. And and Eric is fucking phenomenal tattoo mm-hmm. artist. You know, but the way they edit and stuff too, you could be the best tattooing artist in the world, and they can make you look like your shit. Yeah. And then you're fucking up your clientele because they're like, oh, they I seen that shitty tattoo. They have fucking uh, a judge panel. Like one of the judges is not yeah, even right. a fucking tattoo. I've wondered about that. I was like, in this kind of thing, I feel like you should just because you have a lot of tattoos, and you don't even have a lot of tattoos. No, right? I have tattoos, and I love tattoo culture, and I've studied it, and I can look at a tattoo nowadays and, and tell if it's got good line work, things like that. But I still don't know shit compared to an apprentice mm-hmm. and i know that and i think that's the problem is they just don't realize how little they do know mm-hmm. about it and everybody wants to and then armchair quarterback yeah and then you have people that don't know shit yeah like, oh, that fucking tattoo sucks or they should have done this or should have done that yeah it's like tattooing people like same thing watching the ultimate fighter I, with friends. Why somebody be throwing punches and they'll say something just yeah, t- yeah you should have ducked that. Like, yeah, you d- or you should have known this like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> damn, if he had only thought of that, he yeah. might have won that yeah. fight. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean I was telling him, but he I was telling him, right? I heard the corner screaming at him, duck this one, but yeah, then he didn't. Yeah, and it's like tattooing, like uh it, this is a thing that bugs me sometimes is whenever I'm working and somebody will go, Are you gonna do this? right here are you gonna do this are you gonna try and put this in right here or da, da, da. I'm like just let me fucking work let me do my process yeah, yeah. And i i'll get to it i promise just let me do my thing you know and and that happens so fucking much it'll drive you insane or, you- or tattooing um not not tattoo artists mm-hmm. but like tattooing an artist yeah like somebody that that draws or paints or something because like it's that. different like i said the guy that try to started out. yeah yeah they'll, they'll try to pick the when you're doing the shading yeah it's like come <laughs> on bro this is a tattoo it's on skin it's, it's contoured a, yeah it's, it's not a pencil or paintbrush it's yeah. completely different you know yeah. you know and you have to take into consideration of what it's going to look like several years down the road right like some stuff like little bitty details that somebody might want in there won't be there 
you're yeah. down there. And you're not you're away. not trying to fuck up their fun. You're trying to help them out. Yeah, like get, you, get you, the best tattoo that's going to last a long. So listen to the guy that tells you straight whether it's what you want to fucking hear or not. Right. And, and, and you're going down the right path to exactly to, to get a good tattoo. Is there anybody ever come in like I always thought one of the fascinating things is is I've had so many artists I'm fans of through TV and other mediums um, that I thought literally I would just be like, just whatever, wherever, whatever you want to do, like just to have that person tattooed. Have you ever had anybody come in the store and be like, you know, do you? Yeah. I'll come. I Is that, that fun for you? Yeah. Is it a yeah, nice yeah. challenge, different shade of pace? Yeah. Or? Cause I'll, I, I like doing, cause most of the time when they do that, I'll do a lot of Sharpie work. Like mm-hmm. I'll just draw stuff straight on them. And then, It'll look like a whole mess of shit, and then whenever I'm done, it'll all detail. Yeah, it comes together. Like, and I then love that. you can see. Sometimes you can see in their face that they're very. Like, what the fuck? Oh, they never yeah. got one too. You pull out the marker, start drawing. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, is this yeah. permanent marker? They, or and they they'll be like, I trust you, but in their face, you can see. Like, oh, yeah, hope this don't. motherfucker turns out the way I Are want you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. And, You're doing great. But it a lot of times it's it's the look on their face when it's done yeah that 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 that, that that's awesome yeah whenever excitement and and they especially for one like that that they don't know what they're getting because i would literally just blindfold myself and be like let me know when you're done like yeah. i don't even want to see the outlines or i don't want to appear right. like i want to see it right fresh on. And and it's a... it's it's fun uh i love my job sometimes it can be well, stressful but everything right that's what I tell my kids growing up. I was like, whether you're an actor, a pro wrestler, uh, a pizza guy, delivery guy, it doesn't matter. There's going to be days when you love your job and there's going to be days when you fucking hate your job. And we all like this, all of us tattoo artists have those days where we're like, ugh. Yeah, of course. And then we'll hit like a block. And 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 just honesty, like some days you're better than you are. Some Other days, days, right? Yeah. For a, a multitude of variables, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and then like is... you'll see it later on whenever you kind of hit this rut where you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. but whenever you come out of it, you come out of it like fireball, and you're better than you was before, right? And then you see the tattoos where that you did while you're in a rut, and you're like, man, I could done better, better than yeah, that. yeah. You're like, who did that shit? You did? Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then typically, whenever somebody comes I do touch in, ups. <laughs> if 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 you're in a rut and yeah, somebody comes in, you're just out. What normally can bring you out of up. something like that? Is it just like a fresh idea or or? It's hard to good say. Good night sleep. Yeah, just a bunch it's, of different things. Yeah, it could be anything. Um, so it could be sometimes you just or... sometimes you just need a break. Yeah. So like um, you just need to go. I know a lot of tattoo artists are workaholics. Yes. Um, when I was very first in it, uh, I would be the first one there and the last one to leave. And right. I would, you know, to be zoned in on stuff. and be just When you're not there, probably thinking about stuff you could mm-hmm. be doing when you're there again. Yeah. And it is, it's a lifestyle, too. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times. It's um, a culture and a lifestyle more than, yeah, people it, Because you'll, you'll, you'll go in and you're like, I'm going to fucking kill this tattoo. And then you get home and you're watching tattoo videos and mm-hmm. tattoo artists and then your heroes you know you, you watch videos of your your idols and stuff like that who, who are your idols i love i'm a big fan of like um carl grace carl grace is a big tattoo artist mm-hmm. black and gray tattoo he actually become he's like made himself a millionaire wow tattooing and he just travels can uh does conventions and stuff like that but mm-hmm. his, he he calls his tat the way he tattoos is uh gracing Mm-hmm. because his last name's grace right but um he does most of his stuff just on the fly he draws it straight on and, and oh, a lot of, he, a lot of times he won't even draw he'll yeah. just start tattooing straight tattooing on there yeah and it's i love him i love paul booth paul booth because he's he's got like a dark demonic stuff and mm-hmm. i love dark tattoos yeah and uh bob tyrell is a big one he's a does anybody want like a good realistic horror piece? Because I think that would be amazing. Because a lot of them are kind of cartoony, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, G- Bob Tyrell is really good with the you know stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. All the guys I just mentioned are really good. So I got a horror one. I would want. Yeah, the the best. Yeah, 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 the horror. You yeah. know, um, they're all very very good. Carl Grace does a lot of dark fantasy stuff, like with women and and just dark evil looking things i guess yeah. 
Paul Booth is very dark. Much like my my uh, comedy and my soul. So it, it <laughs> yeah, all match yeah. up then. Paul Booth is very dark. Like some of you you have to some of the stuff is fucked up. You know? I've I've seen some like that to where it's fucked up, but you're like, damn, that's good though. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like from a technical level, wow. Yeah, yeah. But, but wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even you could see his studio. He's I think he works out of New York, New York, mm-hmm. and his studio is fucking it's called the Last Rots Tattoo. It's pretty fucked up. But yeah, yeah. his studio, you go into I've been nervous there, for other reasons going in. Video. Yeah, it's <laughs> Same way too many yeah, movies yeah, shot out this way. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> crazy. It's like almost like um, Rob Zombie, Thousand Corpses style shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? Why is there not? Uh, we got Disneyland and Universal Studios. Can you imagine if you could go to a place? It's just a uh, full like of horror fucking, stuff. Full of horror stuff mm-hmm. um, from. You know, House of a Thousand Corpses, like you go in the, the house and go look and see Dr. Satan mm. and, and go to this land, and now you're in this land. And even if it was all by one studio, like whoever did, you know. That would be a dope-ass like, I don't know why they haven't done that yet. I feel like, you know, with the Universal Studios, stuff like that, that some studio would pick up on how horror's always Yeah, been. you kind of walk into, like, one studio, and then it would be, like, Elm Street. Yeah, everything, and then you you kind of go walk around, the and then you go into the next. There's some little actors it's jumping Crystal Lake, yeah, with trees. Yes, that would be double shit. Yeah. They do. I, I've been wanting. We've seen it a couple of times. They have a Camp Crystal Lake place. I don't know if it's where one was filmed, or they just got it set up to look like it, or what. But you can. I there's, think I know what you're it's a, you can actually go there like it's a summer camp and go camp there. I don't know if I would do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I might be pushing. I don't know if bad. I would be able to sleep at all. <laughs> I'd be expecting somebody in a yep. Voorhees costume just starting to fuck with me. And then, no, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> like, no, this might be too much. You know? What about the paranormal movies? You, you ever like any of those, that kind of stuff? Uh, I liked uh, it. Well, my, my mom loved stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I kind of I watched it as I was growing up. And to I me, some of that, I, I don't know if realistic is the right word, yeah. but it's the scariest because it, it seems, seems the real. most. Yeah. Happen, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Conjuring. Have you ever I had any experience those. in life that were like that? Have you ever had any paranormal experiences? Whenever, um, yeah, the, the house I grew up in was kind of creepy, and we would. Um, well, I have to give you a layout. Go ahead. But, go ahead. Um, whenever you pulled into our driveway, you would. It was kind of downhill, and uh, this was an old house, so it was like a gravel driveway. And you walked up to the porch, and you walk in the front door. When you walked in the front door, the the upstairs was bedrooms. And then when you walk downstairs, that's where the living room, the kitchen, and bathroom, and stuff like that was, because it was kind of like sounds very Amityville. It is weird because <laughs> the downstairs was kind of half underground. Right. Oh yeah. So, so the windows like, uh, were like this close the, to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there was a as you if you walk straight in, you walked into the bedroom that was right in front of you. It was two stories up because mm-hmm. it was downhill. Right. And uh, we would hear footsteps in the hallways everybody was in bed and you can hear footsteps in the hallways and then the bathroom the bathtub would turn on oh shit that's wow. awesome. and uh yeah it's weird um even my my dad and my granddad lived in the house mm-hmm. and uh they was a. Uh, they all told me this story about this little boy with a red ball in the uh the the bedroom that you walk straight into uh-huh. uh it, he played in the closet and he would want you to come in and play with the ball with him. Yeah. And I mean, normally I like kids, but yeah. the creepy <laughs> yeah, no. horror movie type. And I'm even not, talking no. about getting, yeah, chills. Yeah. yeah. But um, when you walk downstairs, we had this recliner. It was like we didn't have a lot of money back when we were back then. Right. And so we had broken ass shit. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> and we had this recliner that would only sit up, like it would, you know, decline. Right. When you sat in it. Yeah. And my mom was there one day and she was sitting on well, we had a section when the recliner was next to her and she was watching TV and that thing went Oh huh. my god, yeah. And then, went, and then it just went blam and then she just grabbed her purse and left. The TVs would cut off by themselves or turn on and and believe it or not, you kinda get used to it. You just get up of course what turn yeah. the fucking TV yeah. back on. You're like, damn, now I have to turn it back. They say if you don't feed them, they don't usually increase. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, no, energy, whatever. Talk about, but, right, yeah. And there was, there was if I'm not time. malicious, like it doesn't bother me, but it, it's terrifying. Some of these people, like one of them, uh, uh, their kid got pushed out of the bed and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, I mean, the scratches. And I'm like, that's no, I don't want to fuck with nothing. No, like right. That. Yeah, just leave that. If you just the there. energy that lived here and you passed. Was, and there was this one time that. Uh, good. That it was the scariest. I wouldn't even sleep in the room no more after this happened. But you know how I told you that back room was two stories. Mm-hmm. Well, I was living in a room with my two brothers. We shared a room together. There was a, bar, a bunk bed, and my two brothers slept on the bottom bed, and I slept on the top one. Mm-hmm. There was this whatever walked in. It was the middle of the night, and we had a big lot. Um, one of those. It was like a street lamp, but it was in the back of the fucking house for some reason. I don't understand. <laughs> But, um, <clears throat> so it shined light into that window uh-huh. and you could see shade, like tree branch shadows and stuff in it. Right. Well, this shadow of a person walked in front of that oh, and then like turned and looked at me and then walked off. And I was, I never slept in that room again. No, ever. I don't blame <laughs> you. Oh my God. Especially even, looking at you. That's, even that's when just I got older, like, I was like, fuck that room. That means they're looking at you, you know, <laughs> like they, they're not just walking around the house he that they acknowledged me laying there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else was asleep. So I was like, mm, yeah, fuck that good. guy. And no. So I let, no, oh, I never uh, yeah, I love watching horror movies much more than I feel like I would enjoy uh, living with. <laughs> it was... And, I mean, he didn't do nothing. He right. just looked at me. And Thank goodness. You, yeah, as soon as he did, and then you walk the fuck out. Like, Maybe if you stayed in the room. Good yeah. thing you didn't. No. To hell with that. I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He might have took that as a challenge. Like, oh, I done looked at you. Now you're going to fucking stand by like, the room, you, bro? You just going to look at me like that? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> well, um, you got any anything special coming up? Any conventions or anything you want to talk about before I we want, get out of here? Or? I want to do a convention. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to do many yet. Um. Most of the conventions or all the conventions I've done were the ones that are shot put on at Camp Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know as far as if he, if he's wanting to start doing those again, but right. um, the, most of the conventions are out of town, so I don't really, gotcha. and, you know, I'm very family oriented. So if I, I do a convention, I, I want them to come with me mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but. Then some, some we're like washer and dryer. We come as a pair. I get it. Yeah. yeah. My wife and my kids are my world. So yeah. they're usually with me most of the time. Yeah. And feel free to bring her or them with you. Yeah. Come back and yeah. we'll do this again yeah, sometime. I, man. I, I, I had a great conversation with you. I appreciate you taking the time. I tell all my guests, this, I'll tell you too, is that um, time is the most precious gift you can give somebody. Mm-hmm. And you gave me a piece of yours. You could have been home with your family and stuff. And you chose to come here and conversate with me. So thank you to them. Um, for letting you do that, and thank you to you for coming down here, man. I had a great time. Absolutely, it was fun. And I uh, definitely want to do this again because, yeah. you Tell know, especially where can find you. Where yeah, where can we find you on Facebook? Where can they find you if they want to get a um, tattoo by you? Yes, I have an Instagram. Okay. Uh, it's Devin Jenkins Art, and then I have I just started TikTok. It was uh, Devin Jenkins. I'm working on fifty. That. Uh, it's it's different. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was drinking. It's all hard. Most of my videos that are on TikTok are all tattoo videos, except for this one. Except for this one. Yeah. There was this one. See what this happened. One. This one is uh I was I think I was drunk. I, I know I was drunk. And I I was like pretty pretty lit and I couldn't even open my eyes and I did this video. So and everybody was asleep. So, so it was the dumbest shit ever. But yeah, my my Instagram is Devin Jenkins Art and you can find me on Facebook at Devin Jenkins. And that and that's where I found you and I, I'm so glad I did, man. Absolutely, man. Well, brother, I'm going to get us out of here. Like I said, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching again. Um, my co-host, you want to say bye? Hello, daughter. Peace. Say bye, daughter. Say hi, bye. bye. <laughs> that was bye. Thank you. Come back and see us. Absolutely.